Progression Bible. I've been thinking a lot about Romans chapter 5 lately, especially the line in verse 2 and following that Paul says, We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. I've been thinking about this a lot because I've been evaluating in my own life, I've been praying for us as a church around the idea of what is it that we're hoping in? What is it that we really are hoping in? What is it that doesn't exist now, at least to our our naked eye, that we long to see come become a reality, uh, to become more present before us? Uh, The storyline of the Bible, people have often said is, Uh, You could sum up in saying there's creation, there's fall, you know, there's sin that enters the world. The world is broken. It's not the way it should be. And there's redemption that God provides through his son, Jesus. And then one day there'll be a new creation, a consummation, some people call it. So the storyline of the Bible can be summed up in creation, fall, redemption, restoration, consummation, new creation. Those are three different words that people use. But if you really think about it, every single story in our world, whether it's a movie or a book, or every single story that we believe about our own lives could be summed up with those four mileposts of the story. That we all believe a part of creation in our lives, that we were created to feel a certain way or be a certain way, or the world was intended to be a certain type of way. We perceive a problem in our life. We look to something as a redeeming thing that can fix that problem and ultimately bring about a new hope that we are longing for. To give you an example, maybe on a a smaller level, you know, uh, sometimes in our lives we, we might believe, you know, I was like the creation narrative I'm believing is I'm made to be happy, to feel good about myself. And my fall or the problem I perceive is that I am overweight and, and, uh, that, being overweight and being physically unhealthy is making me unhappy. So, what's my redemption? Well, I, I need to eat right, I need to exercise. And if I do that, then I will have this new creation, right? This, I will be a different person. I will be happy again when I lose that weight. And, and that's good and fine. I mean, we should eat right, we should exercise, that sort, of, that sort of idea. But the problem with that as Christians, and we know this, is that even if I do all those things that are good things, that's not ultimately going to fix my problem. When I obtain that sort of hope, even if you can obtain that sort of hope, you're still going to be left with another problem that you're going to perceive. And then if you do different things to fix that problem, there's going to be another problem. We're constantly working through this all the time. And our hope, therefore, is always changing. But here Paul is reminding us of the gospel of Jesus in the book of Romans, that our main problem is that we all fall short of God's glory, that we have worshipped the created instead of the creator. These are things that he's showing us, but ultimately God has provided a redemption, the, the only redemption, through his son Jesus. And now we have a different hope. And Paul is saying that hope is that we rejoice in, we hope in the glory of God.
that our eyes are fixed on God's glory. That's what we long for. That's what we, we hope in. And so because of that, he's able to look at even his suffering and say, I rejoice in my suffering in experiencing things in the world that aren't the way that they should be because that produces an endurance in my life. And that endurance is producing character that looks more and more like Jesus. And that character produces hope. It refines and reforms, refashions what I'm hoping in. And he says, how is this possible? Well, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, that God himself lives in me, that God loves me. Because of this, I look at even my sufferings as something that brings about character in our lives. Have you been thinking about that lately? Have you been thinking about any of the kind of suffering that you would perceive that you're experiencing in your life right now as something you rejoice in, that maybe as you're growing frustrated in life not returning to the way that you want it to, that as you endure that season, that God is actually using that to produce character in your life, that he's that character that he's producing then is reforming your hopes. Are you, con- are you considering these kinds of things? That you would rejoice in suffering, in life not being the way it should be, because it's doing something in your heart, that God is actively at work in your heart. What are you hoping in? Is it a pretty temporary hope? Is it a kind of hope that if it were even to come about, you would ultimately be satisfied? You would be at peace? Are you putting your hope in certain politics playing out the way you want to? Or certain people um, seeing things the way that you want to see them? Are you putting your hope in certain policies being passed? Are you putting your hope in just things reopening back up? Again, these things don't have to be bad in and of themselves, depending on what it is that you're even hoping in, but is that really, really what we are hoping in? God, this morning, today, we ask that you would help us to see our suffering as something that you use to bring about endurance and character and hope in our lives. Help us to believe as a church that you've poured out your spirit in our lives, that you've you've poured out your love into our lives. So now may we hope in your glory, God. Ultimately, we, we fixate our eyes on your glory and long for that in our lives. Mm-hmm.